Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get a lot of other stuff to talk about. I did want to just mention um, a big birthday celebration in West Nanakoke. I saw this story in the Citizen's Voice. Russell Halchek, 107 years old. Good for him. Members of his Great. family uh, were there along with staff and residents of Birchwood Rehabilitation and Healthcare Center, um, where he's been for the past three years. And they joined him for a celebration of his life. Now, his birthday was on Sunday. The secret to his longevity, according to the Citizen's Voice interview, he said, I never drank and I never smoked. That would be a big one. <laughs> yeah, I saw the headline for this, and it said, uh, uh, "Is it Nanakoke? Nanakoke man celebrates one celebrates 107th birthday with family." And I thought, "Boy, it's a lot of family time." Didn't he want one year with just friends? Yeah, 107 years. Thought. Born during World War One, he struggled through the Great Depression, served his country in World War Two, lived through the beginning and end of the Cold War, the space race, the civil rights movement, numerous medical and technological advancements, and two major worldwide pandemics. Again, this whole rundown is in the citizen's voice, but uh, he was born and raised in Warrior Run, was a coal miner for 22 years. Anyway, um, you know, they talked to his uh, his son and his great grandson. I mean, his son is still with him. Remember, he's 107. Anyway, he was an avid outdoorsman. And uh, like to travel and all that. He's still with us, but he's 107 years old. That is amazing. Now keep at it. Whatever you're doing or not doing, just keep at it. I you guess know? he feels like I'm in bonus lives because his goal was to reach the age of 105. He so just can't he's quit. Good. Yeah. Just can't quit. It's impressive. And he did get some birthday cards and a lot of uh, love at his uh, at the place where he's living. So happy birthday to him and to his family. It's just a big deal. Wow. 107. Yeah, I, 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 know someone, I was doing the math and I'm like, 1917. Oh, my God. I, I just uh, I know so many people who are between 50 and 60 and they're almost unintelligible at times before you love <laughs> me into that. I'm still 49 for a few months. You'll get there. But, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there's so many people we know who just have trouble communicating or they struggle with their health at that age. 107 is just spectacular mm-hmm. it's it's amazing so yeah congratulations sir yeah here we go um now uh, donald trump has ramped up his attacks on nikki haley right so because we've Nancy. got a new hampshire primary coming up where polling is showing them actually neck and neck they're very close in numbers for polling and of course in his uh, way of his uh, i believe racist dog whistle he's now calling her by her name nimrata Right. She, she was she is name, right? she is a daughter of Indian immigrants, was b- born Nimrata Rendhawa. She took her husband, Michael he- uh, Haley's last name after they married. But 
Donald Trump, of course, misspelled Nimrata. Instead of a T, he used a D. But he's attacking her and calling her that. And if anyone doesn't think that this is it's a racist thing because it's I want to draw attention to this because remember what he says about immigrants, folks, poisoning the blood of this country. I mean, it's just sick. Sick stuff. She, I mean, I would say this. She doesn't help herself in the sense that she doesn't really embrace. She doesn't seem to openly embrace uh, okay, her real So, name. wait a minute. But so, she, she he doesn't is. help herself. So, that makes her what? So, now it's her fault that no, not her fault. <laughs> this guy not is her fault. literally uh, doing does. this just to uh, draw attention to that. Because, of course, it all fits into his uh, immigrants are a problem. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I could see I could see where you're making that connection. I just say, like, he. this is, this is in his wheelhouse of what he does and i think it's it's wrong but she also doesn't really own that i have i, I, I well, don't know she i'll say i'll say that i think it would help her but maybe it wouldn't with some republican voters i think it would help her to talk about the benefit of immigrants and what they contribute sure. to this country and that's why um i think you know it would help her in her story but perhaps not because you know that there are people who uh look at immigrants as uh people who are just coming here to do us harm and when you look at you know somebody texted us last hour talking about soldiers when we were talking about Jason Kelsey and his injuries and it was it went weird so if you want to go back and uh listen to that um but i agree with them on um the people who have fought you know for our freedom many right. of the people who fought when we talk about uh this gentleman who's 107 years old uh my ancestors who came over here in well on my dad's side in like late 1800s early 1900s uh those were immigrants and and sons of immigrants who went yeah. and fought for this country uh immigrants are a big huge benefit to our country yeah. and we need workers as you can tell there's staffing issues everywhere um and again there's ways to fix the immigration issue and i and unfortunately Republicans are not interested at all in going to the table to try to fix this problem, right? But instead, let's demonize them. So I'll agree in this sense, Jason, that Nikki Haley could talk about the immigrant, you know, the immigrants and the benefits, but I don't think it helps her with her party. I think the simple response, though, is to kind of take a page out of some of his history. Just I, I would. Uh, <laughs> I, I, if I were her, I'd take a picture of my birth certificate and tweet it back at him or exit back or truth social it back or whatever you do. Put it on TV. Just here's my birth certificate. Yep, that's my name. You got me, tough guy. Way to go. Like, what a zinger. You got my name. I would just throw it out there because she doesn't really go around. She's not usually introduced by her full right. her, her birth name. That's all I'm saying. Like, just say, yeah, it's my name. Oh, my God. Is, is, well, that's the best you got? It's that's, ridiculous. I'd throw it back in his face is well, all Well, listen, I would it was the same thing when it was Barack Hussein Obama, the Correct. people who did that. Uh, it was all supposed to be. Um, Made it, it scary sounding to some people. Well, that's his name. And you'd be like, yeah. you know why you're saying it? Because you want to make it sound like he's this big I think she can squash it. the Middle it. East, which is, like, racist. So yeah. um, she can try squash Squashing it, it's not going to make any difference uh, to Donald Trump or his uh, followers who um, literally see that he can do no wrong, no matter what. They don't have any kind of uh, moral compass for him, right? They, it, the, the moral compass doesn't work. So it's not going to change anything. Just because you have a moral compass and they have a moral compass and they're opposites, north and south, doesn't mean you both don't have compasses. 
just trying to keep people together. Nancy. It's really sad that, saying. you know, hey, we're going to now attack her by yeah. putting out her, uh, you know, given birth name and not the name that she uses. It should be a nothing. Hopefully she can just swat it away. But well, it is what it is. So he's obviously like feeling very threatened by her with the polling numbers. And again, the polling numbers show a very close race. Let me see where um, it, uh, I thought it was like 40 and 40 when I saw the last uh, poll from New Hampshire, because that's the one that's coming up. There will be no GOP debate. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. It seems like Nikki Haley doesn't want to do the debate. So, so far, we know Donald Trump isn't, so he hasn't responded. But ABC News had to cancel it. was supposed to be um, tomorrow. But yeah. they canceled it because the, uh, the, they didn't get a confirmation. So it would just be uh, no confirmation from Nikki Haley. It would just be Ron DeSantis standing there. Which I would um, watch. I think I would watch. No moderators. Just watch them for an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, let me see. Now that I'm looking at some newer oh, ones because I did see a closer poll. But let's see. Uh, Trump solidifies lead in New Hampshire. Let us see. Um, mm, poll results on Wednesday. Oh, so this morning just come out. Trump at 50. Haley at 34. DeSantis has just 5%. That's pretty low. Yeah. Another 3% chose someone else. Uh, but Donald Trump is feeling the heat. Because uh, I did see some polls that showed it uh, closer than that. Uh, we'll see what happens, you know, when that happens. Do you think that's, is that next Tuesday? It was supposed to be this. What, no, no, oh, no, I'm the, not talking about the debate. I mean the Is it Monday, actual, Monday or Tuesday? I mean, it's next week. It's coming up. Uh, but certainly uh, we can, we'll be talking politics up until. Which, <laughs> I got to be honest, I don't think I could be more excited. Don't you love it? Yeah. Um, there's a, a story about Dave and Buster's. This is a, a, a place that has been uh, a, long awaited in this area, right? Uh, people want to know, when is this coming? I saw a story in the Scranton Times Tribune today. They are hoping to have uh, the Dave and Buster's. And this is uh, the one up in Montage, Montage yeah. right, at the uh, shops area. Um, it's supposed to be opening, they believe, now in August, that's what they're hoping for, an oh. August uh, opening. Well, they took their sweet time. I mean, there's a pandemic in the middle of it because that was it's announced. It's been a while, right? It was first announced right before the pandemic hit. They and didn't have it down. built yet. They have to build it out. They said yeah, they, they have to put that. in the fixtures and the equipment. Um, but uh, a senior leasing representative for the properties group, which opens the, which owns the shop, said, I believe it's going to be in August. Um, anyway, they're looking forward to completion of the restaurant, but it's been more than three years of discussion and speculation. Um, but they do say, and this is in the Times Tribune again, crews for Dave and Buster's began construction this past June and they expect it to be done by August. But no comment from Dave and Buster's. I think yet. it's important that if you've ever been out of Philadelphia, they have a Dave and Buster's down there. Actually, mm-hmm. I think it's still there. I haven't been there in years, but it's like three stories. Uh, some of these smaller Dave and Buster's they put up, they're uh, they're big enough for gaming and stuff. If they can get it open by August, that's huge because they also do live sporting events like UFC fights and and uh, football. So mm-hmm. it'll be right in time for the uh, next football season. So hopefully they can make that happen and it doesn't get delayed yeah, anymore. That'll be very interesting. It's a good night out for me. Good night uh, out for adults. Video games <laughs> and drinking and snacks. And- yeah, it's I, I I have never been. So oh, a lot of I people think. who have uh, say it's a lot of fun. So we shall see. Hopefully in August it's going to be coming. Today is the day that uh, Coach Nick Sirianni of the Philadelphia Eagles is expected to meet with the owner and the GM. And uh, maybe after this meeting, we'll know more about whether he's staying at Philadelphia um, or it's going to be let go after a very, very 
disappointing season. If you were to say, I don't even want to say shocking now, because at this point, I think we went through the grieving process as fans and came to acceptance even before that game on Monday. Uh, But if you had said midway through the season that this was going to happen, people would be shocked, right? It was a slow boil, like the pot. You know, the frog being boiled slowly in the pot. Right. It was just horrible. Anyway, uh, today they are meeting. Uh, sources are saying that uh, the owner still does not know what's going to happen. What happened the last time with the last coach when they met in 2020, uh, Doug Peterson, uh, they said he was not sure that he was uh, going to fire Peterson. But what had happened was when they discussed coaching staff and uh, personnel uh, they he didn't they didn't agree on who should be there and that's why he was let go so he may not know it may be one of these things where you sit down and talk about things and get a feel if whether or not that's something that you want to continue with meanwhile uh, Mike Tomlin coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers has told uh, players that he will be there in 2024 as the coach How do you uh, Steelers fans feel about that? Um, You know, he has a a winning record, but just not a winning record when it comes to, uh, you know, playoffs and getting to the, uh, the big game. Like in the NFL, this is the, the pattern. You have your coaches like your Belichick's who will win almost every year and people want them to win. They're like, oh, they're the best coach ever. And they whatever. Then you have the people who perform every single year. And then uh, people get impatient because they forget what it's like to be a real loser of a team, which is the next category, which are the teams that can't win to save their life. Mm-hmm. You know, and those coaches seem to get replaced every two, three years. No one bats an eye at it. All you right. should embrace Mike Tomlin and just go, this guy's not as bad as you think. Uh, just because you haven't gotten all the way there. You're not going to get much better, mm. nor are you going to get a guy that cares enough about that team yeah. or as much about that team. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. Somebody texted us earlier to say, send him to Philadelphia, yeah. die a happy man. So uh, we'll see what happens in that case as well. You would uh, also e- die without a Super Bowl, just so you know. Um, All right. A low, that was EJ, our producer, by the way. All right. In a local news, a gambler accused of conspiring with an electronic craps dealer to cheat uh, Mohegan, Pennsylvania, out of more than $21,000 in winnings. Like future, Nancy. Has pled guilty. Um, and this story is in the citizen's voice today. A uh, 67-year-old man from New York accord, accused of conspiring with a craps dealer, someone local from Shavertown. Uh, they say he was cheating at the Plains Township Casino on two occasions. He got about $21,000 in winnings, which they say are unlawful. Uh, I don't know how people don't realize Every, there's so many eyes on you, whether you're a patron or you're one of the dealers or staff. Well, it's simple. The people who cheat are smarter. <laughs> we thank right? God for dumb criminals, right? Um, basically, they say uh, they began investigating because security there noticed what they called a sudden large win rate at this guy's table. And this all happened December 2022 and January of 2023. Now, if you don't understand craps, which I don't I gamble don't craps, I, blackjack is about it for me. Uh, basically, uh, the dealer starts a 25-second countdown for players to place bets at the start of the game. When the time's up, the dealer pops a bubble that contains two dice to roll them and reveal the winning numbers. Okay. So they looked at the security footage, and they saw that the dealer was popping the bubble early for this guy's benefit. Son of a, all right. So so he could place maximum bets and have advanced knowledge of the winning numbers. At one time, he got seventeen thousand five hundred dollars. 
It, he won a second round of 4,000 plus, but was confronted by the police. So it was like, hey, oh, my gosh. Um, anyway, during questioning, uh, this dealer admitted to helping this guy. Knew him for a long time as someone coming in. He said he felt bad for him. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. I'm figuring someone got a kickback. And but illegal. It didn't sweet. say that, but that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, I always think it's funny, and I understand it has to do with, like, you know, odds and math, And but it, it's interesting. If you ran, like, a retail store, like a sneaker store, and all of a sudden, they're like, oh, my God, all of a sudden, we're selling tons of sneakers. People would be like, that's great. Mm-hmm. In a casino, it's like, all of a sudden, someone's winning. It's like, hold the, stop the presses. Something's wrong. Right. Because they, they kind of know, and it's, it's I would amazing. be totally paranoid just as a dealer if you're there and someone wins big, because you got to know, as soon as someone wins big... Well, yeah, especially the eyes will be all over you. I mean, I think they're already on, all over you too. Like, I think I, I would be shocked if they didn't have a rule if someone approached you and said, "Hey, would you take part if you didn't report it?" That could be enough to get you in trouble. I would, mm, I would think. You never know. I mean, then again, I have no idea, nor would I consider it because I don't understand the games. Can't cheat if you don't get it. The uh, future of the Peach Festival at Montage uh, Mountain is uh, up in the air. Usually by this time, you'd be able to buy your tickets. There would be a website. You can get more information. The Scranton Times-Tribune reports today. Uh, they talked to a number of officials because uh, the festival website is unreachable, is what they say. Um, on social media, fans are speculating about whether this thing is uh, gone for good. So I go to thepeachmusicfestival.com, and it says, site cannot be reached. Check if there's a typo. Um, Live Nation puts this thing on. It's a multi-day event. It brings a lot of people up to Montage. And uh, and, and the Live Nation spokesman, spokesman, spokesperson has declined to comment. Um, County Chief of Staff Ryan Jeffers uh, told the Times-Tribune he doesn't know about the future. Um, and uh, the Music Police Chief whose uh, force manages the road that is the main entrance there, says he's heard rumors it's over, but he hasn't gotten anything official yet. So uh, this is uh, one of those things that usually brings a lot of people. I'm sure it also helps bring, uh, you know, some money to businesses in the area as well. I'm sure if, if this is your type of thing, then you love it. If it's not, you would never go in the first place. And I think, you know, I'm one of these people like I did the festival thing back in the 90s. Not once did I ever go. I want to sleep here. But some people I've, <laughs> some people love it. It's, oh, absolutely. And there's some people even we work with. You may not even know, Nancy. Like you never expect it. They mm-hmm. love this thing and they go every single year and it's going to be really disappointing for them. So, yeah, uh, it was I, I feel it was founded in 2012 uh, by the Southern Rock Group Allman Brothers Band. Um, they've performed on Montage Mountain several times before that. Since then, uh, band members have died, including the leader, Greg Allman, in 2017. But that festi- festival yeah. continued every year since, except 2020, because of COVID. Uh, but uh, only one show so far, Live Nation, has scheduled for the p- pavilion, and that's country singer Jason Aldean on August the 3rd. So. That used to be a real hop and concert scene, right? Mm-hmm. Like I remember being up here in the late nineties and it seemed like there were shows every couple right. weeks right. at a minimum. It's yeah. definitely this is slowed. in the Scranton Times Tribune. They talked about how this past fall the board approved a one year extension of a deal with Live Nation. Um and uh the county officials say the pavilion would likely undergo extensive renovations after the next concert season, but Live Nation officials have never publicly commented on those plans. So hopefully everything is still, you know, the, the, there's no big snag with one uh, act right now. But this uh, Peach yeah. Festival, it looks like a very big question mark as to its future. 
whether or not that will continue. 570-883-0098. All right, ABC News canceled uh, their New Hampshire Republican primary debate. It was supposed to happen tomorrow. And uh, this was something that they were hoping, you know, right before New Hampshire's uh, primary, um, that they could get the candidates on the stage, knowing that the caucuses were done in Iowa. But they were concerned about participation, and they never got a response from Nikki Haley. Uh, Donald Trump was not showing up at any debates, but they said they didn't even get a confirmation from Nikki Haley. So um, it was always contingent on candidate participation. So it's not going to happen. Um, There was another story in the news uh, as well about this. I'm I'm trying to find it uh, here, and it talks about uh, Donald Trump's, uh, I guess, Jack Smith will be allowed to have access to his uh, Twitter messages and uh, Twitter, I guess. In which case is this again? This is the documents? Um, Jack Smith. Let me just find this. I had it opened and I completely lost the page. Um, Appeals court won't rehear the case on keeping a special counsel's uh, Twitter search secret from Trump. A federal's appeals court said Tuesday it will not rehear a case concerning executive privilege and Twitter after special counsel investigators in the 2020 election interference case. This is what this one's about. Oh, that's that one. We're allowed to access data from Donald Trump's account without telling him. So, yeah, that's uh, the one, because uh, obviously they're trying to see if there was any collusion or any kind of communication between people maybe involved in the January 6th insurrection. The case is centered around questions about protection of communication around the presidency and if Trump should have been informed when the special counsel's office got court approval for a search warrant for his Twitter data. Ultimately, the courts decided federal investigators could access Trump's account for its criminal probe and Twitter could be forced to keep the search secret from Trump. So um, it's going to go on. It doesn't. They they will not rehear the case. So that decision would stand. Um, And uh, Twitter, now known as X, appealed the order uh, because, you know. Twitter had been fined also $350,000 in court for delaying uh, turning over the data. So we'll see what they got from that uh, information, right? Because there's two things that happened on January 7th. Um, You had a mob of people, supporters, many of them, right, who showed up and became violent at the Capitol on the day that this whole transfer of power was going to happen. But the other question is, what was going on politically? What was the political plan, the special electors in place? Was there two different prongs of this thing? And how much did the president know about what was going on? That would be critical to this case. So that's Mm. what this has to do with. And it's important that they are able to access that data and did not have to you know, tell the president about it when they got that search warrant. And that's sorry that, for being unprofessional, not knowing which case that was. I thought that was the document case. This is that. No, I was no, thinking no. This it, has to do with uh, the information on that day and the preceding January weeks 6th. leading up to January 6th. When you said election interference, I'm like, no, that's, that's in Georgia, but that's a different case. There's a lot of cases. Oh, yeah, there sure is. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Is that him on the line? I told him to call us. We're trying to get Joe Snedeker. You got you're not gonna answer it? All right. So let's, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna blame your new guy. I'm gonna blame him because uh, I was willing and waiting here on my end. Phone never rang. Right, That's Joe, weird. Check Nancy. your uh, ringer. I don't know. because he called like five times. Very I think weird. he's lying to you. He's afraid of his boss, so he's making up stories. You oh. know what? It might be. And I'm gonna take him out back later and we're gonna just talk about it. No fighting, perfect, EJ. Don't perfect. worry. Things happen. I don't know. It's All weird. Right. How are you, Joe? Oh, man, it's a cold morning. I was under the stress again. Uh, this is the best first world problem you can have. Um, I have this new Honda Ridgeline pickup truck, and it has a remote start with it. So I did it again today, but I have it down to a science now. So I hit it. It starts. And literally, I, it's like an Olympic match at my house. Get a drink. Pull up my underwear. Brush my teeth. Put my clothes on. All I have to finish within 10 minutes or it'll shut off automatically. Uh, so I did it today. I just got there in like 9 minutes, 33 seconds, and it was still running and heated and ready to go. For full clarification, do you yeah. always take a drink with your underwear pulled down? <laughs> <laughs> they were not in chronological order. No. Oh, okay. Right, right. Take a drink. Pull them back up. Yeah, there's a, there's a way to do it. Like, I've gotten it down, too, and it's usually right before I brush my teeth. So I brush my teeth, okay. and then I... Pack all my stuff together. So I, I'm out in like five minutes. It, it was one degree when I left up in Susquehanna yeah. County. It was really cold. Woo! Yeah. Three at my house right now. Three at wow. my house right now. And, and perhaps you can gauge some of your listeners there to see if, if this 10-minute thing is just a Honda thing. Do other car manufacturers let it go longer? When is it automatically shut off after you hit remote start? I don't know. I think 10 minutes is what I, mine is as well. I think that's it. You don't want to burn all that gas. I don't know. I have a it, 2012 it, Subaru. It just waits. It runs out. When the gas is gone, it turns off. I don't know what this feature <laughs> you're talking about is. Never heard of this before. Well, I know car manufacturers don't like idling is not good for an engine, so they probably put that 10-minute on there just to help things out, I guess. But you can restart it, but I don't want to you know, wait for it to shut up and redo another 10 minutes. Well, so. they have to do right. that because imagine if you have that running in your attached garage and yeah, people forget and you leave that thing running, that could be deadly. So, yeah, they got to do it for safety. 10 minutes. All right. So here we go. It's starting out. Uh, yeah, it was like six below zero in Lopez if you're looking for some extremes, wow. but much of the area, single digits, a little colder than a lot of the data was projecting. See how I can blame the data instead of me. Uh, I was going for a low of about 12, 
But, yeah, we got down to seven here in our backyard. I think the snow cover helped. And, uh, you know, keep in mind, when there's snow on the ground, the sun's energy has to be used to melt that snow, move the molecules in the snow, or it just simply reflects off of it. So today's high is only going to be 22. It would be a lot warmer if the snow wasn't on the ground. Another reason to hate snow. Um, But today, at least the sun will be out beautiful and sunny. you got to love it. Overnight tonight, definitely not as cold. Lows will be in the upper teens, a good 10 degrees warmer or more tonight. Tomorrow, kind of cloudy. Not too much going on, about 28 And then Friday, the light snow moves in, similar to Monday into Tuesday, but I think it will actually be less of an influence. But it's coming at a bad time. It's going to be starting probably between about 7 and 10 in the morning. So I I guess it's a little better this time because the last snow event started after midnight, so it was snowing all night. This one you'll probably be able to get to where you want to go on Friday morning. Um, One to three inches expected. For some reason, yesterday's one to three was extremely annoying and greasy, and it lasted as, as like this fine, drizzly snow all day, even though it didn't amount to much. So Friday will be similar, uh, and then that snow will end in the evening. And then the weekend, Saturday, cold, windy flurries, barely reaching 20. Much of the day will be in the teens. Sunday, partly sunny, less wind, and up to 28. And then that sustained warm-up all next week, Monday through Friday, The 40s are coming back. Monday and Tuesday should be dry, but we're probably going to get rain Wednesday, Thursday-ish, maybe even into Friday. Rain later next week and above average temperatures to end out the month of January. Oh, boy, if we can get through like that. That's awesome. Then we'll already be in February, which is sometimes brutal, but we're heading towards, you know, spring, so... Oh, we got a bunch, weeks, a bunch of texts. Two weeks today, last day of the month. Oh, all right. I want to hear them. I can't right. wait to hear them. Somebody uh, told us uh, their Subaru 2016, 10 minutes, it'll run. Another says, Chell Joe, Honda, you can add another 10 on the remote before it stalls out. Um, another says, right. No, at th- but it's not easy. It's like you have to press it within the last minute or something. I, I'm pulling on my underwear. I can't be worried another about it. Another one says, right at the beginning, you can set it for 20. I don't know how. Um, I'm going to look into that. Yeah. This guy is it. a college-educated meteorologist professor. You think he can handle these kind of instructions? <laughs> Talk slowly. It's complicated, huh, Joe? I get it. <laughs> okay. You're a smart guy. Is there any human being that ever looked at the owner's manual of their car? Did, did I ever do really sometimes. <laughs> What's this light? I don't know. Oh, our yeah. engine's broken. Things like that. I do. Right. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's go and talk next hour, okay? I'll look into it. I'll look into All it. Right. Thanks. See you, yeah, Joe. Bye. See I don't know what's going on there with his uh, with his phone system, but I gave him our phone number. I'm just shocked that he called us. Yeah, we were weird. having a hard time getting through to him. Um, a study by the University of Illinois Chicago suggests nearly half of the 25 cities, 25,000 cities in the U.S. could become ghost towns by the year 2100. So if you're just looking at a modest scenario... of cities could lose up to a quarter of their populations. And if the fertility rates decline further and urban exodus uh, continues, up to two-thirds of cities could experience significant 
population decline. Uh, there are this could mean disruptions in basic services because the city shrank the population's age. You could have higher taxes, higher cost of living. The ability to work remotely during the COVID pandemic contributed to a lot of this urban depopulation. And the Northeast and the Midwest expected to be more affected than the South hmm. and the West. Um, but you know that kind of makes sense, right? People lived in cities most of the time because that was where high-paying jobs were, and they could be close. I try driving into the city, right. and it becomes a problem. As soon as you allow people that flexibility, you are going to be seeing people moving to the outskirts. The sad thing is that it's just history repeating itself. Someone says, I'm going to move to the country because it's nice and quiet. And then other people go, hey, here, Bill did. Bill, move to the country. It's nice and quiet. And just keep multiplying that. 12 years later, everyone's like, why did everyone move here? It used to be quiet. <laughs> well, look, I, you know? I live in a very rural area now, where there's uh, farms and such. And many uh, different places have started to do some kind of development. You could tell it's old farmland. It's been like that in many parts in Pennsylvania and other places as well as the yeah. uh, farms, uh, you know, becoming much more of a difficult occupation. So I'm just going to encourage my future uh, family members to in, embrace the idea of haunted takeovers of towns for Halloween oh, purposes. Okay. This is Wilkesbury. It used to be populated. Now it's a haunted village. Yeah. I don't know. That's don't how we won't be here by the I know. That that, that's how the Barskis will make their millions. Food news. Oh, Food news at eight degrees. Yeah. Food news. Food news. Little Caesars offering you 99 cent crazy bread with any $10 purchase. And now through March the 3rd. How about that? It's off its medication. The bread is insane again. You have to use the promo code 99crazy at checkout online. Okay. <laughs> God. Taco Bell is getting into the cereal game now through January 22nd. Redeem $5 oh. off and free cinnamon twists with Uber Eats, Taco uh, Bell, breakfast orders of $15 or more. I take that back. It's the cinnamon oh twist. God. It was like, you know, enchilada or burrito supreme yes. in milk. On January 23rd, the first 500 Taco Bell Rewards members can also get a box for free as part of Tuesday Drops. So that's going on. Here's something for you if you're a Chick-fil-A customer. And if you ordered now, here's the caveat. Okay. okay. Um, you ha- have had to have ordered in New Jersey, New York, California, or Georgia. It's possible. Between November 1st, 2019 and April 30th, 2021. If you place a delivery order via yeah. the Chick-fil-A app or website from one of the company's restaurants, again, I'm going to say New Jersey, New York for a lot of people around here, you could be in the game for $29 gift card. Because uh, what happened was uh, it's part of a settlement in a class action lawsuit in which Chick-fil-A agreed to pay customers $4.4 million. They were accused of marketing its delivery as a low-cost option, but then marking up costs for delivery purchases. Um, They've admitted no wrongdoing, but will shell out the dough. You have until February 15th to submit a claim. Again, you have to have ordered between November 1st, 2019 and April 30th, 2021 in California, Georgia, New Jersey, or New York. But 29 bucks. No, it's not bad. You can find that somewhere. I just don't have any sort of drive to try to dig that deep. I like Chick-fil-A. I'm not a Chick-fil-A hater at all. Uh, That's great However, stuff. it's also not that memorable that I can go, I did do that. Oh, okay. December 2019. Anyway, you can do it. You might have gotten an email. Check it out. Look mm. at Chick-fil-A in your email inbox. Or you can just uh, Google this up and uh, find the way to claim that 29 bucks. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.